Hello everyone, welcome or welcome back to another episode of Emblem Podcast. My name is Abby Aslan, if you're new here, and I'm the host of this podcast. And this week we're just going to be having a candid little chat or conversation on growth and not redefining growth, but almost reminding ourselves of what growth actually means and entails and just reminding myself and reminding you all that growth isn't linear. I'm just going to be talking about just my relationship with growth, which is not really a relationship I feel like I've ever heard anyone talk about because it's not really something that people think of them having a relationship with, but it's definitely a thing and I think it needs to be talked about, especially from my perspective and what I've like been experiencing. I just want to share like what's been on my mind and like what I've been going through and how I'm dealing with it and handling it, coming out of it, whatever you want to say. And I think it will be a really solid reminder for you all, or it will be the first time you're sort of hearing a conversation like this maybe. And I know I've talked about growth before and I've talked about things relating to growth and just sort of all under that umbrella, but I just definitely haven't really talked about exactly what I'm going to be talking about today. And that's because it's something that I have been struggling with more now as like a mid-20s working adult and it's something that I didn't really have this perspective of up until the last year I'd say and I'm just now having the realization of what I've been going through and why I've been like so horrible to myself I guess you could say for like the last year, but I think it will be a good reminder for you all. So instead of talking about the episode for forever, let's just go ahead and get into it. But before we do, um, y'all know I want to share my quote and I'm going to do a favorite this week instead of a goal. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. And my gratitude. So my quote this week, I saw it on Pinterest and I, my favorite thing ever is when I'm on Pinterest and I've already planned out the week's episode and I find a quote that like literally feels like it was just placed in my feed because it knew I was needing a quote for my episode and it just plopped itself into my home feed on Pinterest and I was like yes this is exactly what I needed it goes perfectly with the episode so I was so excited when I found it but um with that being said I can't find it on my phone right now. I literally just had it pulled up and it like just disappeared. I hope I didn't just like delete my quote board on Pinterest on accident or something. Literally what just happened? (laughs) I literally had it pulled up you guys and I don't know what happened, but okay, here we go. Found it. Some periods of our growth are so confusing that we don't even recognize that growth is happening. We may feel hostile or angry or weepy and hysterical, or we may feel depressed It would never occur to us unless we stumbled on a book or a person who explained to us that we were in fact in the process of change, of actually becoming larger spiritually than we were before. Whenever we grow, we tend to feel it, as a young seed must feel the weight and inertia of the earth as it seeks to break out of its shell on its way to becoming a plant. Often, the feeling is anything but pleasant. 
But what is most unpleasant is the not knowing what is happening. Those long periods when something inside ourselves seems to be waiting, holding its breath, unsure about what the next step should be, eventually become the periods we wait for. For it is in those periods that we realize that we are being prepared for the next phase of our life and that in all probability, a new level of the personality is about to be revealed. And that is from Alice Walker. And sorry, it was like a really long quote and I'm literally out of breath, but I really liked this because it really was on par with what I'm going to be talking about today. And really, I know I've talked about growing pains and stuff before in the sense of going through change and stuff in your life. And that sentence where it says often the feeling is anything but pleasant is sort of exactly the underlying theme of what I'm going to be talking about today because I have had the wrong perception of growth for so long and it took me going through what I'm going through now to realize it. And I feel like we just romanticize growth a lot and we think of it to be this thing that is abundant and feels good and just gives us all this good energy and stuff. But there are obviously growing pains with everything, whether we are literally growing as a human being, like physically, or we are growing in our career or relationship, whatever it may be, there's always some growing pains. And it's so important to remind ourselves that a lot of times the feeling isn't pleasant and a lot of times the most unpleasant part of growth is when you're in that season of just nothing really feels like it's happening and it's just the same like you're just literally experiencing the same thing day to day or you just aren't really noticing any differences despite like the work that you're putting in but when we're in those seasons we often tend to forget that growth usually isn't this one-off event that happens that makes you grow because this one thing happened at this one moment in time and I think a lot of times especially with social media we think of growth that way we think that we make one decision or we do one thing and that one thing makes us like instantly grow and it's like an overnight quick thing and that's not how it is and we tend to forget that in those seasons where it feels like you don't know what's happening or nothing's really happening or that's what it seems like, you aren't realizing that the accumulation of doing that, that same, the same thing day to day where it feels like nothing is happening is creating growth over time. And it's not just this one time event that happens and boom, you've grown as a person or you've experienced change. And I always forget and don't really ever seem to think about the possibility of oh, it really just doesn't feel like anything's happening right now and I don't really know what's happening, but I'm not realizing that each and every day that I'm, you know, showing up to work and like doing my job, I'm growing each day because it's a part of, each of those days is a part of my growth, right? It's not like there's one day that defines my growth. It's a a series and a sum of so many decisions and things I do and actions and all of these things into one that makes up my growth. You know what I mean? So I really liked that quote for this week's episode. Um, and I'm sorry, it was long. And my favorite this week is my Kindle. I know I talk about it probably a lot. I feel like I haven't talked about it in a while, but I know I probably talk about it a lot. I have just been, there's been so many times at night where I'll be reading and I'll just have like the thought, like, how did I ever read before getting my Kindle? And then I was like, well, I barely I didn't really read that often before I had my Kindle. Like I would during the summer when I wasn't at school and when I wasn't, you know, busy with schoolwork and everything. But I, 
outside of that, I never really read because it was just hard for me to, I really like reading in bed, like right before bed. I don't really like to sit on the couch and read and everything. Sometimes I do, but not really. And I would never read in bed because usually like my fiance would, you know, need to fall asleep or whatever. And I can't like leave a light on. And I just have had so many times where I've been reading before bed because I read before bed literally like every night. And I've had so many instances where I'm like, what, how did I even read? And I'm like, because I didn't, (laughs) but it's so nice to have and like not have to have an overhead light on or a lamp or a book light or anything and just be able to like literally be in the darkness and read. It's such a game changer and not having to worry about like the noise of the book turning pages. And don't get me wrong. I love a good book. Like I love physical books so, so much. And I've already decided that when I reread the Akatar series, which I really want to reread it this upcoming fall slash winter. I don't know if I'll get around to it then, but I really want to. I'm going to buy the physical books and I want to annotate them and like have a field day with it. And I already know I want to reread it because I finished A Court of Silver Flames Monday night, Sunday night last week. So like a week ago. So I'm done with the series for what's out of the series and oh my gosh, I had the worst book hangover. I was like, I don't even want to start anything else, but I started um, The Things We Leave Unfinished, which is like a romance novel, I think. So I'm reading that right now and I'm really enjoying it, but it's so funny because I've been reading the Akatar books for so long at this point, for just like months and months on end, that it feels so weird to have to learn new characters because I was so, I knew the characters, like I was occasionally being introduced to new ones, but I was like reading this book and I was like, oh, like, why is it so hard for me to remember who these people are? There aren't even that many characters in this book I'm reading right now. And I'm like struggling because I was so used to the way the Akatar books read. And I was so used to those characters that it feels really weird reading a different book. And I'm like, I really miss reading the Akatar series. Not that my book right now isn't good because it is good, but I'm just like, I miss having that series to read for the first time. I wish I could like wipe my brain clean of it, but it'll be really nice to read it a second time because I know I will pick up on so much more. And I know a lot of times I tend to read like a lot faster on my Kindle. So I definitely like probably miss little details because I'm just like clicking through so quickly, but I read a lot more like intently and slowly when I'm on my, and using an actual book and not on my Kindle. So just got to give a shout out to my Kindle and I have the Kindle Paperwhite if anyone's wondering, but it's the best because it allows me to read at night and I don't have to worry about, you know, being annoying and keeping my fiance up when he needs to go to sleep or something. Cause there are definitely nights where I'm like, Oh, I got to finish this book. I literally cannot fall asleep if I don't figure out what happens next. So in my gratitude for this week, I am so thankful right now or not for this week. It's really like right now today. I'm so thankful for nice weather. We had about seven or eight days straight of just like rain and overcast weather here in Houston and it got really cold during some of it and don't get me wrong I love a good gloomy day I love a good few gloomy days honestly like this this time last weekend I was all here for it I was like I'm so excited that it's gonna be gloomy every day this week I don't know why I just was but then the sun came out yesterday on Friday and I was like oh my god I missed you so much and I didn't realize it it just gave the biggest boost in my mood and it's like out today too and it's like a little bit warmer today but not really warm it's like my favorite weather where it's like crisp and cold in the morning and then the sun feels warm in the afternoon but the breeze and the air is still cold and it's so nice I am so grateful for it because 
nothing will make you grateful for the sun and nice weather like a week straight of just gloominess will do because it, it just got really like dull and I was just like I walked in my office this morning because I was kind of like cleaning and I was dusting off my desk and cleaning my desk and it was so weird because I walked into my office and it was so bright and I was like oh my god I forgot my office got this bright because it's literally been like super dark all week so I was like wow this is crazy and it feels so much happier in here so really loving that but let's go ahead and get into the episode let's talk about growth and what I've been dealing with and going through I guess you would say um so here's where I got it all wrong when it comes to growth and my perception of growth I had fixated on an idea of growth and what it would look like in my head before I ever even gave myself a chance to grow. Meaning, I saw my life about to change drastically, aka moving to a new city post-grad and living there for the first time, working a full-time job for the first time, all this stuff. Well, not for the first time, but you know what I'm saying. Adult job for the first time, full-time, year-round, whatever. And I saw all of this change ahead of me, right? And because of that, I got ahead of myself because that's what my anxious thinking typically tends to do. I tend to get ahead of myself and start thinking about the future. And I decided in my head, I see myself growing in this way. And I seem like I, this is how my growth is going to happen. This is what it's going to look like. It's going to happen by this time, whatever. I set this vision of what my growth would look like and not that that's necessarily a bad thing because it is good to visualize how you're going to grow but when you decide on how you're going to grow before you've even given yourself the chance to do so you kind of set yourself up in a position to disappoint yourself or in a position to just get upset with yourself and you don't really recognize any forms of growth that happen outside of that one that you set your mind to. And just to give you all a sort of more full developed story of what I'm talking about and to give you all more context, basically I had sort of decided going into my full-time job that on my platforms that I'm a content creator on, so like on YouTube, Instagram, whatever, I would grow a lot and I would grow a bigger audience because I was would be creating this new content around this new lifestyle so it would draw new people in and I had historically seen it perform so well for other creators. I had historically seen people graduate from college and go into the working world and do their work week in my life, videos and content and whatever, and it just worked really, really well for them. So I got ahead of myself and I was like, oh, I can't wait for that same thing to happen for me because we have the same fact patterns, right? Like graduating college and we've already had a YouTube channel and we've been creating content for years at this point. And then we're going to, you know, graduate college and go into a full-time job and just like these other people have done and it's brought them, you know, a bigger community and a bigger audience and growth and everything. So I was like, surely, of course it's going to happen to me. Um, I can't wait for this, blah, blah, blah. I kind of like got excited for it. And I just kind of asked myself, you know, if it worked for them, then it would have to work for me and I'd experience that same sort of growth, right? Like, duh. But that's like literally not how life works. Because what ended up happening is in thinking that way, 
I created this conditional mentality that set me up to be disappointed. And I've kind of talked about this before in different conversations and in different contexts. Because if I didn't experience that same growth in that same amount of time that other people had, which I didn't, then I had already made up my mind that I had failed. Because I had already decided in my head what growth was supposed to look like for me instead of remembering that everyone's journey is different and no matter how much I think our fact patterns are the same, there are so many other variables at play and that it is and that it's not going to look the exact same for me no matter how much I think it's going to just because it seemed to have worked for somebody else. And this ended up leading to just this unnecessary amount of negative self-talk and criticism and really just hating on myself, honestly, that was so new to me and uncalled for. Like I used to, I remember in college, which for more context, I started my YouTube channel early, I think in March of 2017. So we're coming up on six years. Um, And I started it in March, 2017. And that was my spring of my freshman year of college. And I grew so fast. Like, I had no clue that that was going to happen. I had wanted to start a YouTube channel for so long. I literally kept, like, watching YouTube videos a secret. Not that I was, like, watching anything bad. I was literally watching, like, makeup videos and early on vlogs and everything when I was in high school. But I thought my friends would think it was weird. So I just, like, never talked about it. And I never, like, watched YouTube around people. I don't know why. Um, it's not like I need anybody's approval for me to enjoy the hobbies I have, but apparently that's how much of a people pleaser I am and how just on edge I am when it comes to being worried about other people's perception of me, which is a whole other issue. But I knew I really wanted to start one for a long time. And I was just like, you know what? I'm in college. I don't really, I'm around people that I don't know. So, and being out of my hometown really, like, was that push of, it gave me that push of confidence that I needed to start it because I was finally, like, in a place where, like, no one knew me. So, I could just sort of, like, create a new identity, basically. And it's not like people would think it was weird if they just, like, met me and knew me if I was already doing that. You know what I mean? And so, I started it and um, I wasn't expecting anything to happen with it, like, at all. I just started, like filming videos and it just took off so fast and I experienced like this honeymoon phase of YouTube and I was really on YouTube at like a very good time sort of it's like literally the start and rise of college YouTubers even like becoming a thing and it you know treated me very well I grew so quickly I was growing like literally thousands of subscribers a month and if I didn't grow, like there was a period of time where I'm pretty sure I was gaining like five to 10 a month and then it like stopped, um, pretty quickly. But there was like this probably like five or six month period where it was like five or 10,000 in between five and 10,000 subscribers a month. And it was just taking off and I was experiencing all of this growth. So that became my precedent for how I would think of my coming years on YouTube. Like when the end of a year would happen, like say it was like the end of 2018 and I'd be thinking of 2019. In my head, I'd be like, okay, I grew by like 5,000 on average a month this past year. So I'm going to aim for like 7,000 a month this next year, 
when in reality, like that's not, it's just literally a period of time that I had that growth. You know what I mean? And I, even when I stopped growing that quickly, I still had really solid like engagement on videos and everything. And was growing in other ways besides like subscriber count, I guess you could say. And then it all kind of started slowing down once I got in grad school. But then once I was in grad school, it kind of picked back up for a little bit. And it wasn't nearly as good as it was when I was like a junior in college, but it was still really great. And I wasn't necessarily experiencing a ton of subscriber growth, but I was maintaining a really solid engagement with my audience. And then when I moved to Texas and I started studying for the CPA and I started my full-time job, I was like, okay, this is when it's going to pick back up. I'm going to, you know, my videos are going to reach a ton of new people and my audience is just going to grow a lot and all of this stuff. And you may be hearing me say all of this and think it's like super superficial, but I promise it's not. It's really just this desire to grow a community When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I'll get into this more later, but like, I just can't really describe how, how, I don't know, less alone it makes you feel when you have like a community of people and it feels so cool when like people comment and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm new here and like love the videos and you like learn about them and then you start seeing their name on like a lot of videos that you post or a lot of Instagram photos that you post and it's just the coolest thing because it's like, we remember your name, or at least I remember, like, people's names, and I'm, like, this person, like, always leaves, like, really nice comments, or they always are, like, very conversational in comments and stuff like that, and it's just, like, a really cool feeling of community, and as you experience growth and, like, see more new people come in, it's just, like, a really cool feeling, and um, basically, I had in my head that once I started my full-time job, I was going to have this whole, like, second wave of just growth and I just totally expected that for myself and I was like of course it's gonna happen because it just has to because that's what's happened for other people and then it didn't happen um and I've been working for a year now and while I'm not complaining I'm not complaining at all about like my numbers or anything I'm literally just saying it as a fact it did not happen if anything, I am usually like in the negative in terms of growth, like my subscriber count. If you're looking at just like subscriber count month to month, I'm losing more than I'm gaining. But which is discouraging, of course, because when you when that's like shoved in your face, like when you go on your YouTube studio to like respond to the comments and that's the first thing you see every time you go on the app, like of course that's gonna like make you feel some type of way, you know? And it's really hard not to be hard on yourself through those kinds of things. And I promise this episode's not a pity party about this whole thing, but I'm just trying to give you all more context in terms of what led to me having this discovery I'm going to be talking about and how I'm feeling and everything. And like I said, back to where I was, um, I have been going through this period of being excessively hard on myself and just really telling myself, you know, something's wrong with me 
or I'm not relevant anymore. Like I'll like say to just like as kind of like haha funny but not funny jokes to like my fiance or like my family. I'll just be like, oh, I'm like washed up. Like nobody really like like I don't know. I'm not anything special and just really kind of not being the nicest to myself just because I didn't experience this big wave of growth that I had anticipated, right? And when I like step, when I try to like literally remove myself from the situation and view it as an outsider instead of just viewing it as myself, I realize how ridiculous it is to even be hard on myself about not experiencing a growth I had expected. Because if I just would have let go of the expectations that I had put in place that were entirely dependent on somebody else's fact pattern, I could have actually seen the real growth that happened to me or happened for me in many other ways instead of being blind to all of this other growth that happened because I had already, I had this one definition, one track mind of what growth looked like in my head. And because of that, I completely ignored all of the other growth and accomplishments and achievements and whatever else that have happened over the last year because I decided that the only growth I would accept and the only way I would define growth was if I had this new wave of getting a ton of more just engagement and subscribers and more people on like my platforms as a content creator. And I ignored all of this other growth that happened, how much growth I've had as an employee, like in my, in my full-time job, how much I've grown over the last year, um, how much I've grown as a person in terms of just like going to therapy for the first time and who I was this time last year versus who I am now. I pay, I've paid zero mind to any of that because I was so focused on growth has to look like me having this you know, new wave of growth on my platforms. And now I'm in this position of having to deal with all of these thoughts of feeling like I need to fix myself or telling myself that something's wrong with me because I didn't experience what I had told myself would be guaranteed. And it's utterly exhausting and draining to constantly be telling yourself that you're not enough or that you have to change something about yourself in order to grow. And it simply isn't true. And it's also just exhausting always trying to like find something to fix and improve. You know what I mean? Like I am so, which I honestly need to do a whole other episode on this on just like self-improvement culture and how hustle culture sort of turned into self-improvement culture once we decided that hustle culture wasn't cool anymore. Not that it ever really was cool looking back on it, but we definitely romanticized it a lot for a period of time and we just sort of you know called it something else I don't what's the phrase of you like get rid of something and then you know put a new name on it and call it something else I can't think of like the phrase for that right now but that's basically what we did with self-improvement and that whole um aesthetic and that whole era of you know trends right now and it's just repackaged I guess is what you could say into the self-improvement category and I think that the whole um, thing with self-improvement is that it kind of puts you in a position where you're always looking for something to fix and you're never really allowing yourself to just exist and be where you are and I think that that kind of feeds into this conversation we're having today about growth 
And I think in some situations, for sure, we do have to, you know, make change if we want to see change. But if you're looking at growth from the perspective of being entitled to it, just because you saw someone else achieve something, then you're setting yourself up to literally self-deprecate as you try to justify reasons you haven't seen the same growth. And that's just going to chip away at your self-confidence and self-esteem a little bit at a time until you get to the point of just basically nearly hating yourself because you've torn away all of your self-confidence for trying to justify why you didn't achieve the same growth someone else did. And that's kind of like where I'm at and how I've been feeling. I literally catch myself all the time, you know, saying like, I'll be so proud of content I create. And at the end of the day, that's what matters. And like having the community with you all is what matters to me, but it is so hard when you care about something to not get caught up and take things personally. And, you know, I will sit there and tell myself that, you know, I'm not enough anymore. Like I'm not good enough. Like my life isn't good enough, especially when it's something that you like I'm literally doing this based on my life right so when it's not what you expect in terms of how it's performing it's really easy to be hard on yourself and tell yourself like oh it's because my life isn't as cool or fun or adventurous or luxurious as anyone else's and I need to fix that about myself if I want to experience or see the growth that other people are experiencing, which that's just like not a way to think and it's not healthy at all. And the problem is that we will see other people's success and really just cling to it without knowing what it took for them to get where they are. And that journey is different for everyone. And like I was saying earlier when I was talking about the quote, of this week's episode. I think a lot of times we romanticize growth for good reason, but we sort of inadvertently end up writing ourselves off and sort of prematurely deeming ourselves unsuccessful or a failure when it doesn't look or feel how we thought it would feel. And I have always thought of growth as this feeling of like warm sunlight running through your veins and a flower blooming and just really all of this abundance, right? But the truth is a lot of times growth is the sound of your own heart breaking. Growth is literally Squidward in SpongeBob when he lives in Tentacle Acres and he's going through the same thing every day, but just to learn that maybe his life that he was living and his neighbors weren't so bad, you know what I mean? Like it took him going through that to realize that he missed what he had. And I know that that was like the silliest way to think of it, but it's important to remind ourselves that growth really isn't this bright, positive, abundant thing when you think of it as a whole, when you're just thinking of it as like a moment versus a process, it can really skew your perception and how you react and receive growth or react to and receive growth and it's also important to remember that it's something that we will never really be able to pinpoint in a given moment it's almost always something that we recognize in hindsight and that's all the more reason why we can't tell ourselves growth will look or feel a certain way when 99% of the time we don't even know when we're in those stages of growth because it's something that we become aware of as we reflect and not as we're just simply existing and taking things day by day. 
And I've also realized my perception of growth is all wrong because I've just always envisioned it as this continuous upward climb just because it's what the name sort of suggests. I feel like when you hear the word growth, you sort of just think of, I think of literally like an upward slope on a graph or I think of like the slope of a mountain. I don't know why. That's just like what I envision when I think of growth. And when we think of growth, we also, you know, just to put in perspective, we think of things like a flower blooming, like I had mentioned, or physical growth, you know, a toddler marking their height three inches higher on the wall where they track their height. Or we think of numbers in our bank account or subscriber count, you know, whatever it may be. And the definition of growth itself usually does have the word increase in it. But as humans, especially as humans that are on social media with overconsumption of content and instant gratification, we often only see the end product and the result of the growth, not the actual process of the growth. And this is exactly where our minds get all twisted up and we start to feed ourselves lies. And since I've always thought of growth this way as a constant upward climb or continuous improvement even, it's falsely made me believe that if I wasn't climbing upward or continuously improving in an area of life by some metric, I had already failed. I was no longer growing and the growing could come to a hard stop and then I was spiraling and that was that. But is that really what growth is? Of course not. (laughs) Of course not. How many times did it take you to get a skill mastered in a sport you were playing when you were growing up? Or a note mastered on an instrument you played when you were growing up? I'm sure you did it perfectly a few times throughout the process of trying, but you definitely had some days where you just couldn't get it right. And that, I think, is one way we can really think about growth as a process rather than growth as a moment and a healthy perception of growth accepts all stages of growth the peaks the valleys the setbacks the lulls and everything in between it realizes that each part of the process is pieced together to craft the end result not just a culmination of only the peaks and the moments of improvement think about any significant thing that you've grown in your life Would the end result of it look the same if you took out all of the lulls, the dry seasons, and the valleys? Probably not. Just as the peaks and the moments of improvement wave the flag that says, hey, I did this, the valleys and setbacks give us the opportunity to say, I overcame this or I figured this out, which I think is just as applaudable and just as important in our growth process. And for me, the big aha moment was reminding myself that growth is a process, meaning that it encompasses all of the highs and lows along the way, rather than only thinking of growth as continuous improvement and completely paying no mind to the times that I would have valleys and setbacks and lulls. And now that I've dumped all of this out, you're probably like, oh, um, what's next? Like, what, what are you getting at? I'm really, I've just really been struggling basically in terms of this whole same thing every day type of feeling and feeling like I'm not really getting anywhere and I know a lot of it has to do with being so used to having our eyes set on some future event when we were younger and we had our eyes set on graduating high school and then we had our eyes set on graduating college and then we had our eyes set on getting a job 
And once you've kind of gotten all those things checked off, you just kind of end up going through the motions and living thing, living life day by day and feeling like nothing's really changing and you're not really growing. But what I know in the back of my mind and what I'm reminding myself is that just because I'm not seeing results and just because maybe I'm even regressing or declining right now that doesn't mean I'm not growing because I know in five years I'll be able to look back on this time and see the growth that happened over the span of a period of time and be able to recognize myself for that growth and see it as a process rather than just this one moment and this one-time thing that happens or only seeing the continuous improvement and I've always thought of growth that way and I don't know why because it's like I've known that growth I know I've always known you know there's growing pains with growth there's always going to be times where things are hard and things you know aren't coming to you as easy and you know you're having to really like work hard to make things work basically and I've always known that but it's so crazy that you can like know something and then when you go through it you just completely forget about (laughs) everything that you know and I have just been having you know like a hard time just you know, really telling myself the worst and thinking the worst and taking things like way too personally and basically, you know, just having to, I've been indulging too much in just sort of comparison and self-criticism just because things didn't look the way right now, this time of year as I thought they would if you would have asked me like a year or two ago. And that's okay. Like I am totally okay with that because I'm able to just take things day by day and it's teaching me patience and maybe that's something I really needed to learn and I just didn't really realize it, but having patience in your season of like middle 20s and young adulthood is so hard because you constantly see people around you experiencing growth or maybe you're something like me and like maybe you have an older friend that like had a very similar fact pattern to you and maybe they you know graduated college and got their dream job and you you know majored in the same thing and you were expecting to get the same dream job or maybe someone you know got engaged at a certain age and you're like really struggling to even find someone worth dating and you're just being extra hard on yourself because those life events and those things you're experiencing aren't happening in the same way or at the same pace as they happen for someone else that you think has a similar fact pattern to you. And even if a lot of things are the same on paper in terms of both of you did all the right things and, or not even all the right things, both of you did the same things and ended up in completely different spaces, that's just life. Like there are so, so many things at play that we don't even realize and so many variables that we can't even like see and we can't even conceptualize that impact how we grow and when we grow and it's so important to remember all of that and it's so easy to just be hard on yourself with when it comes to growth and everything because with social media you know we just see it happen for other people and we expect it for ourselves so then when it doesn't happen our first thing that we tend to do is run to blaming ourselves when that's not really how it needs to be and I mean of course there are times when you need to be honest with yourself like maybe you're you know working to pass an exam or something like for certification for example there are times when you need to step back and ask yourself and be honest with yourself you know 
did, did I put in the work I needed to and like really be honest with yourself? And at that point, like you don't need to be hard on yourself by any means and like be hateful to yourself, but you can at least be honest with yourself about those things. But then there's times where there's no reason for you to even be, you know, looking to blame yourself or looking for something to fix. Like, because sometimes growth is going to look like living the same life day after day and not really experiencing any change and just, you know, really feeling the monotony of a routine. And that's what growth is going to look like when you look back in five years and it was that season of you learning patience and you figuring out how to navigate going through a season like that of stillness where you're not really experiencing a lot of change. And I'm really just learning to, at this point, just take things day by day and have patience in these seasons of waiting where I don't really know what's next. I don't really know what I'm doing with my life and really just trying to release my attachment and expectations when it comes to growth. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And take things day by day as much as I can as I navigate these slower phases of life. I say slower but there isn't much that's like slow about my life besides when I think about like me figuring out my life. The only thing that's slow is me figuring out what I'm trying to do with my life. <laughs> and as I navigate like all of these lower and slower phases of my growth process, um, I'm trying to constantly remind myself that the regression and the setbacks don't mean my story isn't finished and they don't mean that my journey's over. And I know that they are part of getting me to where I'm meant to be and despite the urges to compare myself to others and be hard on myself for not being where I thought I'd be based on some arbitrary timeline and give up on what I've worked so hard on just because I'm not seeing the results I once was, I'm going to keep going and remind myself that these seasons of aggression don't necessarily mean I need to fix myself or that something is wrong with me and I'm telling myself that the setbacks are just as welcomed and valued as the peaks to help myself get comfortable with the ups and downs of growing. And that's the thing is you have to welcome these seasons of fallbacks and regressions and setbacks with open arms because they are inevitable. Like we, there's never going to be any aspect of our life in any season of our life where we don't experience some sort of setback, failure, regression, whatever you want to call it. So you really have just got to embrace it with open arms and not be living a life trying to avoid it because then you're just going to crumble anytime you do face it if you just do your best to avoid it. And I mean, you can do your best to avoid it, but you can't live in ignorance thinking that growth for you isn't going to contain some setbacks and some failures like it's going to be a part of the process regardless so you just have to embrace it with open arms and you have to take those seasons of life for what they are and not try and turn it into a self-hate fest where you're literally 
telling yourself that something's wrong with you or you're trying to fix something about yourself just because you're not experiencing the growth you thought you would in the timeline you thought you would. And if there's anything you take from this episode, please let it be that growth is a process and it's not a moment, meaning that growth encompasses all of of the highs and lows, not just the highs. And there is no reason in any season to take a moment of where you're realizing that you're not experiencing the growth you thought you would and use it to turn yourself against yourself or hate on yourself because it just simply means it's not your time yet and that your time will come but no amount of trying to fix yourself or trying to make your fact pattern look like a carbon copy of someone else's so you can hopefully try and experience the exact same growth they did and the exact same achievements they did. No amount of that is ever going to get you any closer to where you want to be or get you closer to where you're meant to be because it's really a subjective thing and it's going to be different for everyone and just even even if it's tempting to, you know, have that hate towards yourself and that negative self-talk, no amount of it is going to change the fact that low seasons and less fruitful seasons and slower seasons and setbacks are going to be a part of your growth journey regardless. So if there is anything you are going through right now, if you are trying to find a job for post-grad, if you're trying to get into your dream school, if you are trying to find a relationship or if you're trying to just figure out your job or your career or you're working really hard to get your business off the ground and you're going through a season where things feel like they are taking a step back or they are regressing in any way at all do not use that as an opportunity to compare yourself to the first person you can think of that had a similar journey or went through a similar thing you did and don't let that turn into a self-deprecating fest and being hard on yourself because sure there's times to be honest with yourself like I've said but just because thing you're going through like a low season that doesn't mean that something is wrong with you. Sometimes it's literally just the way we grow and it's just a part of that process. And of course, reflection is important to, you know, see what things you can change, especially when you're doing something like building a business, right? Like you can't necessarily just be like, oh, um, I don't need to fix anything. This is just a low season. Like sometimes that's the case, yes, but then sometimes, you know, you do need to reflect and it's like, okay, well, what can I change to like make this better? But it's important to remember that growth is not continuous improvement growth is not only the peaks and only the mountains and every low and every season of fallbacks and season of setbacks and regression that I've ever experienced I can honestly say have been just as important of a piece of my puzzle of life as the highest moments have been because they have taught me the absolute most and they have built me into who I am today and built my character and shaped who I am as a person. So I really just wanted to talk about growth and how my perception of it's been really skewed but I didn't really know how to deliver it so I just thought I would sort of do it this way and just explain to you all the context of where I've been experiencing it and 
I'm not necessarily saying that I was like wanting this growth to become this big content creator and be able to like quit my job and do content creating full time. That's not really what the goal was in my head or even what I had envisioned. I had just sort of expected it to be an option, if that makes sense, which it sounds, I I really hate admitting that because it makes me sound really shallow, but I promise that's not like what it was about. It was more so of the dream of being able to have the freedom and flexibility to create something of my own because that's what I really, really want. And I was expecting that opportunity to come in the form of, you know, having this new lifestyle of, you know, working a full-time job and being able to create content around that. And then that sort of blowing up in the sense of like me gaining more subscribers and having, you know, better numbers in terms of performance. And then as a result, I would have the opportunity or the option or the choice to sort of quit my job if I wanted to, and then, you know, pursue something that was of my own, like, work and of my own craft and not really have to go back to working for somebody else. And I'm not saying to do content creating full-time, I'm saying to just, like, put my time and effort and money all into something that was something that I could create on my own, um, product, service, whatever. And I was expecting that to be an option and that ended up destroying me because it's a year into my job and it didn't, it's not an option. And I was sitting there thinking it was going to happen in a matter of months and it destroyed me because it ended up turning into me being so unnecessarily hard on myself and telling myself that I'm, you know, not as good as other people that have had that option and my life's not good enough and all of this stuff and that you know, I'm not worthy of that, but that's not true at all. It just means that's not my time. And I can truly say with confidence now, like it isn't my time. Like I'm not ready to do something like that right now. I'm not ready to take on the risk and the just complete volatility of, you know, doing something on my own and figuring that out, especially with like planning a wedding and everything. I'm trying to take like one big change at a time And I can say with confidence that it's just not my time. And I couldn't have told you that six months ago. I just would have been like really frustrated if you even asked me about it because I'd just be like, I want nothing more than to like be able to do that. And like, I want now to be the time and I I didn't have any patience and I didn't have any understanding of the low season of life. You know what I mean? Whereas now it's taught me that, okay, it's doesn't, it's not guaranteed to happen at any certain time and I just have to really be patient and not like force my growth to be on a specific timeline. You know what I mean? I just have to let it happen and it's actually like a beautiful thing because it gave me this opportunity to sort of just completely reframe my mindset and instead of just, you know, feeling like I was in such a rut and such a lull with like my content creating and everything, it sort of re-inspired me to just like keep going and believing in myself because it it got to the point where I basically just like didn't believe in myself anymore and I was like there's really no reason for me to be doing this anymore like I I don't know why I'm even trying like nobody really cares I don't even care kind of just talking myself into that and I realized all of those thoughts creeped into my head because I was not 
doing things for the right reason anymore. Because at that point, I was looking at it as, oh, I'm just doing this because I want it to provide an out for me. Whereas when I took a step back, I was like, okay, why did I start this in the first place? I was like, because it's my creative outlet and I love it and I love the community it gives me. It makes me feel a lot less alone because I've talked about before how I just am not somebody who has like a huge circle of friends and I just don't really, you know, hang out with people a lot. And I do, like I have a few people that I do hang out with and love them more than anything, but a lot of my friends are spread out all over the country and the ones I have locally, you know, we're just all busy and it's hard sometimes to like make time for one another. And having my community of you guys, of YouTube and Instagram, you guys have no idea how much less alone it makes me feel, especially when we you know, are talking every week in my comments on my YouTube video or when we're talking in my DMs on Instagram from time to time, like, it means the absolute world to me and it gave me, like, going through that period of just really being so hard on myself and hating myself for not being, for telling myself I wasn't being good enough and everything and sort of not having the right mindset when it came to creating content, it turned into me you know, going back to the roots, I guess you could say, and really trying to make, like, trying really hard to make content that I'm truly proud of and excited to put up every week, and that's how I've been feeling, like, over the last month, but it took me, or I'd say, like, two months, but it took me up until probably November, early December, for me to be like, you know what, I'm taking this into my own hands, and I'm just going to take this back to the roots, and I'm going to, you know, do things because I love them in terms of creating content and not be so focused on what performs the best and what the numbers are going to do and really just focus on providing value as much as I can and having, you know, conversations with my community and engaging with my community and appreciating that. And in doing so, I found so much joy and just going back to the roots with, you know, making the YouTube videos and creating content because it's just given me that like childlike joy again with fulfilling my creative side and doing it for the right reasons again and not that I was ever doing it for the wrong reasons I just started to focus on the wrong things I guess you could say that's a much better way to phrase it and I just really really now I'm in a position where I'm really like happy with it because I get so excited for Wednesdays like I remember last week I was talking to Griffin and I was like wait, is today Monday or Tuesday? And he was like, Tuesday. And I was like, oh my gosh, yay. And he was like, what? And I was like, tomorrow's Wednesday. And he was like, well, what's on Wednesday? And I was like, I post a video tomorrow. And I I just got so excited because my favorite thing ever is getting to like read y'all's comments and talk to y'all. And I don't necessarily always respond right away, but like, it's so fun for me and I love it. And it's just the best thing ever, like having that newfound love for it all over again. And just feeling re-inspired and everything and at the end of the day like I can't emphasize enough how much more it means to me to have like a consistent engaged following even if it means the numbers aren't don't look as good on paper that means so much more to me than you know having all these crazy numbers but not really having like the same people engaged with my content because at this point it's like there is a group of y'all that like with the podcast there's a group of y'all on Instagram and there's a group of y'all on YouTube and some of y'all are in all three and you guys mean the absolute world to me because it's literally like a family feeling and 
It's the best thing ever. And I'm so, so thankful for it. And I will take that all day, every day over having this giant overnight growth happen and not really feel a sense of community. You know what I mean? And it's so crazy how my season of setback that I'm in, in terms of numbers, when you look at numbers, has provided me a new perspective of, you know, being just grateful for what I do have and preferring that to, you know, the alternative that I was once chasing and really have my eyes set on. So that's all I have to say, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I know it was like definitely a little different in terms of just how I structured it and like just sort of ranting, I guess you could say. But I just thought it was a good reminder for all of us because I know a lot of us are in our mid-20s and just feeling confused as heck in literally all phases of life and in all aspects of life. And it can be really hard to navigate the whole concept of growing, especially in a self-improvement obsessed era of social media and having social media in general just really makes us extra obsessed with it. So... I hope that it refreshed your perspective on growth and if you are in your flop era that's totally fine I feel you I'm there too but you know what our flop era is an integral part of our growth era so it is part of the process it's inevitable and we just have to you know live through it no matter how uncomfortable it may feel and I'm right there with you if you're feeling that way but I hope y'all enjoyed this week's episode be sure to subscribe or not subscribe be sure to leave a review and um, leave five stars too if you're really feeling it and follow in bloom podcast on instagram y'all know I've been like really trying to keep up with the posting on the podcast instagram and I've been very subtly rebranding it and I'm really hoping to rebrand like the cover art in the summer when I slow down at work some so really hoping to do that soon so definitely follow Emblem Podcast to see more of that and as I sort of like slowly rebrand the podcast Instagram and follow me on all my social media if you want to um and follow my YouTube channel or subscribe if you want more content from me I upload every Wednesday and join the Emblem Podcast Facebook group. And I hope you all have a fabulous rest of your day when you're listening to this and a fabulous week. And I will talk to y'all next Monday.